hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the Nobody Asked For This podcast. It is a crisp 6.43 a.m. So I'm essentially a morning show today. You know, sometimes I do it um, at night. Sometimes it's, you know, midday. We really really run the gamut. Um, I don't actually know what that means, but I know that it means you do something all over the place, which is definitely me. And um, yeah, we're we're here. So I can I feel like I should give the weather or something. The weather is a light, seventeen degrees, with no wind, three thousand percent percent humidity, and a um, light chill on my left toe. So so that's what's that. I also made all of that up. But I hope everyone is having a good day. This is going to be a. Um, I'm going to call it a, uh, we did this before, a near live episode, where it's, it's very, this is my MTV Unplugged, where it's going to be very unedited, it's going to be um, raw, um, probably not too emotional, but you know, you're going to hear lots of ums, you're going to hear lots of um, pauses for me to think of what the hell to say next, uh, because this is, uh, we're kind of close to the deadline here, I feel like I am back in school doing my papers like the day before and by the day before I mean like the hour before because stuff used to be due at midnight actually now that I have this platform I would like to um, use it for you know as you as you can tell I I usually promote the least important social causes so I'm going to continue with that pattern so here it goes back in the olden days before the internet which is not a time I really remember I'd assume when you had a paper or any type of assignment, it was due at like whatever time your class was, nine o'clock, noon, three, if it was a night class, six, something like that. But now everything is due at midnight, like the day before the class. So I just can't help but feel a little bit cheated out of those extra few hours. Now, I would probably still do it the night before, but at least I would have those extra like six, seven, maybe even 12 hours to really make sure that what I was handing in was quality and not just quantity being the word count. So yeah, I just think that that needs to be uh, rectified. Also, now that you can just hand stuff in online, you can't just fake sick or just not show up in an effort to not hand in whatever work you didn't do, like you really have no excuse anymore. And it's just brutal. So I think for, for our children, if nothing else, we need to fix that. Also, speaking of things we need to fix, as I said at the beginning, I use phrases that I don't know why they mean what they do, but like I know what they mean. So I said, run the gamut. I don't know what that means, but I know what it means, if that makes sense. So I think we need to just start, um, someone needs to release a book of like, oh, this is actually a good idea, of all like the common phrases, like people will be like, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. I know what the phrase means. I don't know why it means that. You know what I mean? And I just feel like I use, like I'm gonna, it's gonna catch up with me one day that I use phrases to sound smart that I don't actually know what I'm saying. So I just think maybe someone needs to make like a coffee table book um, what could the book be called? It could, the book could be called We're All Idiots Pretending Not To Be. Trademark that, someone, copyright. But yeah, I just think it's, it's, um, it's just interesting. Also, what's interesting, and this is a sharp left, 
I always wonder, anytime you see a sign somewhere that's like not a regular sign, like what made me think of this is there was a sign in a, a drive-thru that I was going through the other day. I frequent a lot of drive-thrus that said no pedestrians and it looked like a newer sign. So obviously enough pedestrians were trying to walk the drive-thru that they needed to put up a sign. So anytime I see something like that, I just worry. I take a moment of silence for where we're headed because it's usually really obvious stuff that like went wrong enough time for the establishment to order a sign. Also, I don't know where you order signs. I don't know if you have to like, like did they go to the sign shop and there was a sign that said no pedestrians walking through this drive-thru? Are you freaking stupid? Or did they have to get it custom? Logistically, that just sounds like a mess. Um, so yeah, I just, I wanted to mention that. I, I don't know how that had anything to do with what I was talking about before, but it was just something that was on my heart. Also, while we're getting, while I'm speaking to the establishments, um, has anyone ever wondered how there's always that like one or two spots where like every year it becomes something else? Like first it'll be a restaurant, then it'll be a coffee shop, then it'll go back to being a restaurant, then it'll be a different restaurant, then two more coffee shops. And it's just like, if one wasn't working, why would you, like, why would you buy a place that's been like six restaurants before and think, oh, I'll get them. Like, no, 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 I can do this. My latte will sell here. I'll get them. It just sounds funny from like a business perspective. But, you know, maybe if I had more business perspective, I would have like a real job. I don't know. So maybe I'm not the one to be giving advice. But anyway, nonetheless, I'm just sitting here with my coffee. You know what I think we need? We need some sort of um, setting on the coffee machine that makes it so that when it comes out, it's like drinking temperature. Why do we make everything so hot that you have to wait like 10 minutes to drink it? Unless you're like a dragon who doesn't, you know, has a calloused tongue and it doesn't matter anyway, but like you get so excited to drink something when it comes out of the, either the machine or when the, you know, the person at Starbucks hands it to me and then you take a sip and you burn your tongue. Also, we need to figure out a similar method with pizza. Pizza, it comes out, food I understand a little bit more because there probably is like um, uh, a safety, like a food safe component to cooking it at a certain temperature, but like drinks, make them, they just foam them less or whatever. Like when they, when they get the milk and they go in that little foam thing, I think that's what heats it up. Just, just foam it like 10 seconds less. Now I'm sure you can ask for that at Starbucks, but I just think that the, the regular coffee machine needs to, um, just, just update and just add one extra button. Because if we're being honest, on a coffee machine, there's usually about 15 buttons. Even on like a, a cheap one from Walmart, like a $20 one, there's usually about 20 buttons. And the only button anyone's pressing is like on or brew. No one's trying to like use their coffee machine as their alarm clock. We're not trying to get like a signal to the radio. There's not Wi-Fi connectivity, but there's literally 15 buttons. It's like uh, timed brew, uh, light, dark, medium. It's like, I'm just putting in Folgers coffee. What do you mean light, dark, or medium? 
Like, this isn't, this is not, you know, Starbucks. This is not a espresso machine. Espresso. I used to think it was espresso, but no, it's espresso. So yeah, I just think that that's, that's odd. Because the other day, I, I really tried to like take the time to see what each of the buttons meant. And, and I didn't, and I didn't understand. Now, I am going to be really honest and say uh, that the other day, I went to make coffee in said coffee machine. And I put the beans where the water goes. So maybe I'm not like the authority on coffee machine maintenance. But it's just a thought. And it was actually funny how I made that mistake because I I got, like I filled the, thank God I filled the water up first because in the end it made it easier to just kind of tip the whole machine over and dump out the coffee and I could kind of mix the beans in, in there anyway and then it would kind of dissolve and then and then come out easier. Like if it just went dry into the, the water section, I probably would have had to, you know, go to Walmart and get a new $15 coffee machine with 87 buttons. But I, it was very much salvageable. But what happened was I was filling up the, was thinking I was filling up the coffee section. And I was kind of zoned out as normal, as, as, is, as is my normal state. Just not really paying attention to anything that I'm doing. Which sometimes helps, sometimes hurts. Um, there's, you know, pros and cons to both, to both states of being. But I think around the fourth scoop of coffee, I kind of tuned back in and saw that my hand was hovering above the water part with the full scoop of coffee. And I was like, ooh, thank goodness I, I caught myself. That could have been really bad. How idiotic would that have been for me to pour you know, this into the wrong spot? So then I, I go and, and place the, the coffee into the correct spot. And then I look and realize that the only coffee in the coffee place is the coffee that I just put in. And I vaguely remembered scooping about three more scoops before that scoop. So then I did the dreaded task of looking into the water part and saw that there was just coffee beans everywhere. Coffee beans aplenty. Um, but as I said, it, it, I, I did save it, so I am a hero. Reduce, reuse, recycle. So yeah, that's, that, that's what's going on with me. Um, actually, something I wanted to talk about is, you know, last, last episode, I believe it was either last episode or the last the episode before that, I was talking about how the pumpkins are coming because it's almost pumpkin spice season. So I've really been savoring the last few bites of food, candy that isn't pumpkin spice because uh, we're full force ahead. But what's actually starting to happen now is in some of the stores, there's like um, a hint of Christmas being sprinkled about. Like, well, Costco is an anomaly. Costco sells Christmas stuff, like, I think starting February, like for the, the next year. It's pretty much a year long. The only time you can't find a Christmas tree at Costco is January. So they know, Cal, but I found like gingerbread creamer at Walmart the other day. And I was like sure that it was old from the year before, but I looked at the, that the, whatever the, you know, that like fine print information that no one reads. And it said like copyright 2022. So I don't know what's happening, but it would pair perfectly with the frozen eggnog that I haven't thawed yet from last year. Like I was talking about in the last episode. So really, I mean, I've always been mentally here at the Christmas season. I'm just glad to see other people finally, you know, picking up the pace.
But speaking of that, I really can't wait for these holidays to start coming because I think I have a few ideas of some some episodes that might be fun for the season. You know, tis the season. We'll do. We'll definitely do some um, pumpkin spice trials, fall flavor tests. I think that'll be fun. Uh, Christmas, same thing as well. Halloween, I will do a visual Halloween costume. Um, you, you, I'll explain what that means uh, right after I figure out what that means myself. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving in Canada is not what it is in America. And I think it's, it's, good, and, it's a good and a bad thing because in Canada, Thanksgiving is October. I don't really understand why or how or where. But what it, what it does give is the opportunity that once, like, Halloween's out of the way, we're full steam ahead to Christmas. Like, there's nothing in our way. Where in America, it sounds like a lot of people use Thanksgiving as a reason to not celebrate Christmas. Like, they'll be like, well, I can't listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. But that only gives you, like, less than a month, because I believe it's, like, the end of November. So that only gives you less than a month to listen to Christmas music. And I think that, someone should do a study, I think that that might, you know, make you a bit grumpy if you only get Christmas music a month out of the year. That's like 12% of the year. You should at least be at like a 26%, 24%, 33% humidity, you know, 33% milk fat. It's just, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit not much. It's a bit little. So... Americans, it's, it's okay. You can be, you can have a festive Thanksgiving, although it must be a pain because we don't really like Thanksgiving. It's like a thing, like you get the day off, but it's, I don't think you have as many side dishes. Yeah. What I do agree with the American Thanksgiving is their side dishes. It seems like that's really the main event. And then there just happens to be a turkey there because my plate at Christmas Thanksgiving is 92% side dishes, and then maybe I'll get like a piece of turkey just as a, as a spoon for gravy. Um, but yeah, I, I, really, I really respect the side dishes. Um, so I, I, Americans, I'm with you there, but I just think you could even play Christmas music at those types of functions because it's just, it's, it's not enough. Waiting till essentially the beginning of December, you get like three weeks. Also, speaking of December, I, for my whole life, you know, the, this long life I've lived, have always thought that my favorite season was winter. Because I liked, like, Christmas time. Um, you know, you usually got off school, like, first couple weeks of December, and then you were kind of, you know, off for the rest of it for Christmas and stuff. So I liked the idea of having a break. Um, I liked that I didn't get chub rub from sweating because it was obviously not hot enough to induce chub rub. But here it never got, like, too cold. It was just raining a lot. And we'd get snow every once in a while, like maybe like once, twice a year, nothing terrible. So I, I always liked Christmas time, which I thought was winter. But apparently, winter doesn't start, and by apparently I mean this is a fact, winter doesn't start till like December 21st or 22nd. That's like the same week as Christmas. So most of like Christmas time happens in fall, which sounds completely wrong. But I always used to think that when I, when, when I had to choose my favorite season, which is I think you have to put it on your passport or something, it's a very legal decision that you have to make. When someone would ask me that, I would always think, well, do I like fall or do I like December? 
or, or winter. And it's funny how much school would dictate <laughs> that because, like, obviously it falls back to school. Terrible, awful. December, you had a little bit of a, or sorry, I keep saying December. Winter, you had a little bit of a break from school. But I liked Halloween. I, my Halloween costumes are always terrible, but I liked the spirit of the event, the spirit of Halloween. Ooh, all the stores are about to come spirit of Halloween. Speaking of businesses, yikes. Get ready for that. But I liked Halloween and I liked Christmas and I hated having to pick. And I realized I don't really have to. Because the best part of Christmas is like the lead up to Christmas. Just because actual Christmas happens in winter, it's almost like sad when Christmas actually comes. Because then it's like, well, time to take down these lights. Time to take down this tree. And then you're just, your house is like cold and dark again. So, so yeah, long story short, my favorite season is fall or autumn. I don't know what the difference is, but I really think they've overcomplicated this whole um, season business. It could be so simple. And I know there's probably a reason, probably something to do with the moon. And, and I'll say this, and one of the four people that listen will say, you know, it's because it's of this sciencey reason. And I, and I understand all that. I, I mentioned this a few episodes um, ago. I, I hate when my... Um, jokes or my thoughts are ruined by facts. Like I'll, I'll have like a whole 10 minute bit that I want to, you know, talk about and, and try out. But then someone will be like in the first five minutes, oh, or sorry, not even the first like five seconds. Oh no, that's not possible because cold, hard fact. And I'm like, well, I don't know where to go from here. But this is what I think it should be. Instead of these seasons starting like three weeks into a month, just do it like this. Ready? Genius. June, July, August. You are summer. Welcome to summer. Congratulations. The whole month. September 1st. October. So starting September 1st to the end of November. So September, October, November. You're fall. I don't know how anyone could argue with that. It seems folly. Great. You're fall. December, January, February, you are winter. Easy. March, April, May, you are spring. Like, what would be so hard about that? I don't, I actually don't think anyone could fight me on that. Like, that's like, that's how it should be. There's four seasons, 12 months. They should be split up evenly across the 12 months. I don't understand why we've started. Like, why does fall, why is December fall? Why is most of December fall? That makes no sense to me. It's actually, it's a little bit upsetting. I, tr- I try and stay strong and brave and, you know, don't let it, don't let the haters get to me, but I don't understand why fall is considered December, like December is considered fall. And it's also, I don't think there's any awareness that December is fall. Like until I said it, I don't know that many people really were, were aware of that in their mind, body and spirit. So I think if we, I think we were all existing like that anyway, and we can in, in some way be the resistance and just act like my, my plan, like my format of like three months to a season, three full months to a season is how it is. I also wonder with that about um, daylight savings, like what if we all just didn't? Like they can try and make us, but like what if we just didn't? It's just a thought. I'm sure, I'm sure someone started that. I'm sure there's like a Facebook group of people trying to like fight it. But 
I actually don't mind daylight savings that bad. It's really not too big of a deal. Um, except when it flips in November, in fall, um, I guess you fall back. So when you have to like move the clock backwards, so you would lose an hour of sleep that night, I would usually go to bed at like 6 p.m. that day. Like it just wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. The, the bad part about daylight savings is, again, in the fall when it flips back, like it's getting dark at like 4 p.m. Like it would get dark when I would get to work. And by the time I would leave, it would be dark. Like I would, I would skip daylight depending on what time I was there, which I just think can't be healthy. But, you know, it is what it is. I understand that I can't get my way all the time. Just most of the time would be um, acceptable and, and preferable. Preferable. Okay, so now that I've uh, complained for a good 20 minutes, I did the opening 20 minutes of complaining, uh, let's try and get into some of these segments that I've neglected. Uh, gut update. Unfortunately for all of us, um, or fortunately if you're not a fan of the gut update, I don't think I have a gut update. I don't think my gut really updated much. Uh, which, again, is not a bad thing. It's, it's, just, it's just a thing. Maybe I'm going to open it up to the four listeners. If anybody wants to email me your gut update, I will read it on the podcast. That was so, so please email us at or Instagram, message us, or TikTok, or however you can get to us. But by us, I guess I just mean me. Uh, pod, it'd be podcast.nobodyaskforthis at gmail.com. Email us your gut updates. I will have my, uh, my, my staff uh, search and comb through every email, pick the best entry. We're obviously not going to read all of them because I'm sure it'll just get flooded. It'll get, my, my email will get clogged. <clears throat> get it? Clogged, like the toilet. But we'll, we'll figure it out. Don't everyone email at once. But I'll I'll definitely I'll definitely uh, look through those, and 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 pick the best the best entries. Um, I I do feel compelled to reiterate what we said. You know the the very first thing, on this ep- on this on this podcast, the very first point of the very first episode. Um, I know no one listens to this. This is in jest. Um, I don't actually think people are going to email gut updates because again, literally four people listen to that. And I know the middle names of, I'm pretty sure, two of them. And I could find the, like, their social insurance numbers for two of them because I'm pretty sure I'm related to half of the listening audience. The other two, it's always, it's always interesting because I, I've stopped checking the statistics as much because there's just nothing much to, to, to check. But after the first episode, like the first episode got a, got a lot of listens, but I think that's because like, anytime you, this is a dramatic word, but launch a show it like gets pushed a little bit more, like just by the, the computer people, like the algorithm, whatever, the, whatever that word means. Again, using words I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I think maybe instead of updating this podcast feed, I'll just like keep launching new shows for every episode. So then I'll get like the, list, the, the, the listening amount that we got episode one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just, again, like I understand, like I'm literally doing this for, again, four people on a good day. I keep waiting to see like that no one listened to the episode. Like you can, I can go on the, like the website or whatever, and I can see like how many people listened. And so far we've never had a zero. 
which is very exciting. But I think it would be even funnier if we did, because it's like, I really recorded, like edited, like this, it, it takes some time. You know, it, it gets like, depending on the episode, there's more or less to edit, but it takes some time. So it'd be so funny to think that like I did all of that and then no one listened. But the argument could be, I'm very, I'm very humbled um, and very grounded to my audience because again, like I know most of their personal phone numbers. And if we disregard the fact that, you know, they're, they're family, I'm, I'm so, I'm so, um, yeah, grounded and in tune with, with my audience. Um, so yeah, I'm really going to glass half full this. Um, also I, I've said the word humbled a couple times. I never understood. And maybe again, if you're, if you're writing in your gut date, you can write an explanation for this. I never quite understood how when people were accepting like awards, they would go on and on about how humbled they were. How is someone telling you you were the best at something humbling? Like, wouldn't that be the opposite of humbling? Wouldn't that be, like, unhumbling? Wouldn't that give you a bigger head? Like, I don't understand how you're getting this award or you're, you know, achieving this goal and talking about how you're so humbled. Like, I don't... And again, maybe I don't understand because I've never received an award. What's humbling is getting what I got, which was 68 participation ribbons. That truly makes you, you know, sit back and think and, you know, take stock of your ego, make sure it's not too big. I actually, I say this all the time, I really could have gotten an award for the amount of participation ribbons I racked up just because I, I would never even come close to winning. I remember one time, this was specifically when I did track and field, uh, which is a stupid thing for me to sign up for because I don't enjoy track and or field, but I did it and I was doing a sprint. And I think normally, like just in a regular track, like that red thing, which what are tracks made of? Is it like a rubber? I don't know. It, it always confused me. But uh, there's normally, I think, like six or eight lanes. And for whatever reason, the sprint I was running had like less people than there were in the rate, like in the, um, the actual lanes. So instead of getting a participation ribbon, I got like fourth place. But I think I only either beat out one person who was getting fifth. Because I think the, the top five would get ribbons, like numbered ribbons, like one, two, three, four, five. And then the rest, there was just participation. So I'd always do my sprint, get um, my participation ribbon, and then go home. Get, get a hot dog from the concession and then go home, maybe a bag of chips. I, I always made lemons out of lemonade or the other way around, Le- lemonade out of lemons. But... Um, yeah, one time, I guess I was in a race where it didn't matter if I finished dead last, like I could have got a numbered ribbon. And I remember I was just looking at that fifth place ribbon, like I was like about to qualify for the Olympics. I was like, I did it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. Like I was like, on the verge of tears. Um, but yeah, no, it, uh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen for me that way. But you no, know, that's okay. I actually could do, I'm not going to say too much because I really could do a whole episode on my attempt at being athletic, or at least me signing up for athletic things when I was not, as I said, an athlete. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much. Speaking of not giving away too much, I have a pretty good idea for the next episode, and I, I tell you this for two reasons. One, you know, obviously got to build up the hype. I'm sure everyone's going to be you know just pacing around their houses waiting for the next episode next week. But also, if I say it on here then I have to do it. 
or at least we'll have to explain to you why I didn't do it. Um, because I've had this idea for a little bit, but I, I really, I, I think it's going to be good. So, you know, really, if, if you're just sick of me already, maybe turn this episode off and just wait for next week because I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit more quality, a little bit more premium. I may even break out the equipment that I, I, again, spent all the money on Amazon for to get for this podcast, as opposed to what I'm doing now, which is on a, being on a beanbag chair with my um, iPhone in my hand. I'm just recording on the Voice Notes app. So we, we may just like become so professional in about a week's time. So stay, stay tuned for that. I might even put like the big headphones on, like the fancy headphones, the studio headphones. Um, the, the, only, the only con with that is I would have to hear my own voice, which as we've detailed is not something that I particularly enjoy doing, but it makes you look professional. So I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Please, please do stay tuned. Okay, so that was just a really long way to say that I do not have a update for the week. <laughs> On to the next. The next segment is, ooh, I had a really good idea for a segment, and I can't remember what it was. I can't remember if I ever said it on here. I have to go back, but it, it was a brilliant, genius idea. What was it? Anyway, in the meantime, Snack Graveyard. Oh, speaking of graveyard, the snack graveyard will be integrated within this, but I saw some brilliant news, some local news, some like federal news, like um, domestic news, Canadian domestic news. I know I don't normally talk about like current events on here, but this is, again, I, I make exceptions for historic events, which usually involves either the queen or the establishment I'm about to talk about, Zeller's. Zellers is coming back. Now, when I read the headline, I thought it was fake. You know, I, I, I really tried to not get my hopes up. Do you ever do that? Do you ever see something and like you get really excited, but you're like, no, it's too good to be true. Like I, I want to get all the information before I get excited. So I, I was kind of happy that I did that for this announcement because I was under the, I'm still not completely clear on, on what's happening with Zellers, but I think I have, I have enough to know that it's coming back. Now, for those of you who don't know, Zellers is, I believe it's only Canadian, but it was, a, it was, like, a, it was like a Target um, that was in Canada for, for years. It was in like every mall. It was, it was very popular. And then about 10 years ago, I want to say in 2013, maybe even 2012, Target bought them all up so that they could try and launch Target in Canada, which... You know, it was it was cool to have. It was exciting to have, but we lost Zellers to Target Canada. And the crazy thing was that Target Canada was only here for maybe two years. I think they were completely opened in 2013. I'm pretty sure they were completely shut down by 2016. So it's almost like because like when it was first announced, it was obviously sad to lose our beloved Zellers, but there was the promise of of Target, which you know. Most people who live where I live, like a target is in, within driving distance across the border. So it was, it was like, wow, we get to see, you know, those big red balls in our own, in our backyards, in our lawns. So it was, it was very, it was very exciting. So it almost like masked the um, disappointment of losing Zeller. It, target was the masked singer. It, it made us forget that, you know, we were losing Zellers, but then 
when Target didn't even last in Canada more than two or three years, it just made that that down even worse because it was like, well, we gave up Zellers for Target and then Target left. I'm trying to think of some sort of analogy and I can't. It would be like, oh, this is exactly what it is. Okay. It'd be like, so you're running out of gas, right? You're, you know, you're that, the light's coming on in your gas tank. You're like, shoot, there's a gas station right here. Or there's one, you know, four blocks down the road, but it's like 50 cents cheaper. So do you risk, you know, driving the extra blocks? You might run out of gas, but you'll get it cheaper. Or do you just get it from the station that you're at? So Target Canada ran out of gas, took the risk, ran out of gas. And Zellers was like just sitting at the side of the road. I don't think that fully translates in terms of the analogy, but we're just going to go with it. Okay. So yeah, Zellers, it's coming back. Now, the best part of Zellers and why the snack graveyard reminds me of this is that in, in select Zellers, in select theaters only, they had a restaurant and the restaurant had the best chicken strips I had ever tasted. And my seven-year-old taste buds had ever been lucky enough to receive. So I don't know if the restaurant portion is coming back. I assume not because in what I read, it was coming back within like a bigger department store. Like it was coming back in the Bay, which is like a Macy's or a, um, I don't know why I, I translate everything from Canadian to American when I know that the four people that listen to this podcast probably understand what I'm saying anyway, but just in case I try and make it, you know, international. So yeah, um, it'll, apparently it'll be like a sector of like a, a bigger department store, but either way, Zellers is inching its way back into our hearts. Well, it never left our hearts, but it's inching its way back into a physical form, which, uh, is very exciting. Can't wait. But again, Oh my gosh, we're wrapping this up perfectly. Does Zellers think that they can do what Target couldn't do? Because, you know, like I was saying before, businesses come in and take over other businesses thinking that, you know, they're going to be the ones to do it. So I really, my money's on Zellers. I think they can do it. But it was kind of funny when Target left here because for about three years after that, like, like up until like a couple years ago, because Target took up so much of malls here, like it was literally, it was like, you know how in a mall, there's like a, tons of stores, but there's like the three, two or three like big ones. Target was one of those big ones in Canada. I actually don't think they had standalone stores. I think they were like just in malls. I could be wrong. But for about three years, there were just like empty holes in malls, like huge like gaps, because I guess it takes a while to like finalize deals or whatever, because I don't think someone like a company came in and bought all the targets because there were just so many of them, which I think was the issue. Like, I think they target got a little bit too big for their britches. Again, as a sentence, I don't know what I'm saying. I think it's slang for underwear. I'm not too sure. Just, you know, me using phrases that I don't understand once again. But yeah, I think they thought that they were going to come to Canada and, you know, become national heroes up there with like maple syrup and boutine. So they like bought literally a spot in every mall in Canada ever. And then when they couldn't make obviously the money back, it, it flopped. But so, yeah, there was just like gaping holes in malls. And the, and the funniest part and, and the saddest part is 
I guess at Targets they put like the red like balls like on the outside. Almost like um like it looks like a trash can. Like you know when there's like trash cans outside of stores, but there was like four or five of them just stuck there in front of what used to be Targets in every mall in Canada for like at least two or three years before they took them out. So it was it was always a sad reminder going to the mall like, well, what could have been? What was, what was not, what could have been? So, yes, Zellers, I hope you're listening. Just all of Zellers. I, I really hope and believe that you can indeed, um, indeed the word, not indeed the job service that will never freaking hire me, but we'll get into that in another episode. You can indeed return to your throne as the top retailer of this beautiful nation. So, yes, I, I think that's a, a great message of hope to go out on. Thank you for spending your time with me. I very much appreciate it. As they always say, please visit our website, podcast.nobodyaskedforthis.podbean.com. There you'll find our Instagram, our TikTok, our Twitter, um, everywhere that we can be found. We can be found pretty much anywhere you get podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn. I don't know what that is, but we're on there. Uh, Samsung Podcasts in the UK. Shout out everybody again. I don't know how people there found us, but we're so appreciative of your listens. Um, God, long live the Queen, save her, all of that. Uh, and yeah, we will, again, we, we, meaning me, will see you next week. Have a great week and long live Zellers. <laughs>